0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Anime Was Not a Mistake. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Dan, just a simple man hoping to be immortalized like the Chicago rat. Mm. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host. When I was a young
1: boy, the only thing I wanted to be when I grew up was Jennifer Lopez. I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski.
0: Oh, we gotta talk about that. You gotta talk about that, yeah. It's the first thing on
1: my docket, Dan.
0: (laughs) That was was life-changing. It
1: did. I see you have acknowledged the Chicago rat hole. Yes. Which is obviously a squirrel, but, you know for us less cultured folk out there i suppose a rat could be there
0: i i hadn't heard that debate <laughs> that I theory hadn't. There's yeah. there's proof Oh, I <laughs> seems like a conspiracy to me. How but, big a rat do you think it is? <laughs> well, I mean, we, we live in New York, yeah. <laughs> and our pizza rats have mm. been known to grow to, you know, exponential sizes, They were so. chilled to the bone this week. They're regional forms, yes, so... Yes,
1: yes, a very cold week, but here we are, warming mm. each other up with anime, yes. as often. Yeah.
0: Yeah, mm. And very... It should be a very pleasant, casual episode of Dragon Ball GT, finishing off the Black Star Dragon Ball saga... Indeed. Uh, ...before moving on to some new content. Um... And before we get on to news, mm-hmm. I'd like to, because we haven't done this in a while, oh boy. I just want to do a quick throwback to last week's episode. Yes, Spirit Away, live on stage. Thoroughly enjoyed it, mm-hmm. been thinking about it ever since, uh, but I just figured I would point out to folks that both versions are actually on HBO Max it's right true. now. So they they came through, they put both of them up, so if you feel like watching, comparing and contrasting, uh, for the time being at least, they are both up there. You can so. do just that, yeah. Yeah. But As I did
1: all of the Pirates. Yes. <laughs> and watch them six times for those notes and then another time with you. But I do what I can for this podcast. Of course. Yeah. My eyes have seen a lot. But let's get to news, shall mm-hmm. we? The first thing, the thing that I mentioned in my opening is J-Lo... And her successful Amazon Hulu deal, or whatever she's working with, mm-hmm. has been given a blank check for a project. Yes. And it is the blank check that I would do if I ever had such a thing. Yeah. It's a musical autobiography science fiction fantasy adaptation of her life entitled JLo lo This Is Me Now.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and you sent me this, and I didn't know what I was in for, mm-hmm. but it is truly, like, this would be your... Your magnum opus yeah. if you did it's this. It's definitely
1: coming to Sinister Six. It's it is, already assured yeah. in the pot for it. But <laughs> it's interesting. It's like, at one point, she seems to be, like, in a business meeting. It seems equal parts documentary. Um, but then she's also performing in gi- inside a giant steampunk heart for some reason. Yeah, maybe
0: her heart. Yeah, her own and heart. flying over the seas. <laughs> I I love it, but I'm also very confused about it. It's like some kind of musical about her whole life. Mm-hmm. And Ben Affleck is in there, but seemingly not playing her love interest. So mm-hmm. that's one layer, I suppose. Interesting. Interesting. Um, but that's usually Ben Affleck's lot. But yeah. yeah, I, I, I was just like, what is this? <laughs> what's going on? I, I don't, because I, I figured at some point we were due for like a you know Jenny from the Block oh, biopic, oof, but yeah. you know this is this is some kind of uh <laughs> a, what was what's the name of that stupid. Multi generational um, star tattoo thing that you—not JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the uh, the one with the song that keeps recurring throughout the ages. Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas. Oh,
1: you didn't know Cloud Atlas. It's like Cloud Atlas. It is like Cloud Atlas, but with
0: Jennifer, (laughs) with just Jennifer Lopez. (laughs) You
1: remember the true, true Dan. You know, I forgot. Cloud the title. Atlas will have to come to
0: Sinister Six. Yeah, it's going to. Yeah. It's going to have
1: to be like a joint venture with us, though. But yeah, yeah. yeah oh how no. Could,
0: yeah. How could you forget what is written, Dan? <laughs> no, I, I completely blanked on the title. But oh yeah, it's it, that's that's the vibe it gave me. Yes.
1: Um, next, something that we forgot to mention last week. How we did it'll be beyond me. A mother's instinct, starring yes. Annie Hathaway
0: and fan fave of the podcast. Jessica Chastain. <laughs> yeah, two titans of the podcast yeah. are, are doing a movie together and it's exactly what we would have wanted from a movie. They filmed right nearby
1: in Cranford, New Jersey. They did.
0: Uh, we've walked by the house, so. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you know, we know the roots that are laid there. Um, choose your side. I have a feeling that a third mother is going to get into the mix. <laughs>
0: It's, in it's a shocking reveal maybe it, Ma
1: Octavia Spencer.
0: It, it seems to be Anne Hathaway is a mom mm-hmm. like Jessica Chastain is a mom yeah. and Anne they Hathaway both have A lovely uh, Caucasian life you know they live in Cranford New Jersey and they're you know they have a G- Anne Hathaway has a giant three story walk up yeah Victorian overlooking a what looks like a jungle uh-huh. and uh, Jessica Chastain one day while bringing flowers over or something notices that Anne Hathaway's boy <laughs> is up on the third floor balcony yeah. uh, but due to all the shrubbery Jessica Chastain can't get well, there Well, no, in Annie's time.
1: vacuuming because she doesn't hire help.
0: She doesn't hire help. That, Or maybe yeah. the help was off that day. Maybe. Because <laughs>
1: Jessica Chastain wasn't there as Celia Foot from the help. Yes. You know, to, to say no 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 you don't need this you can do it yourself.
0: But because of all the shrubs Jessica Chastain cannot <laughs> get there in time and Anne Hathaway's boy Falls yes. and dies, seemingly. Yes. Yeah. And then we get the vibe that, that Anne Hathaway wants to also push Jessica Chastain's boy off a balcony yeah. out of revenge. Out of revenge.
1: So. And it seems like the perfect movie. I don't know which one I would play. Maybe both. We'll have to see. Yeah. You yeah, know, but this is a perfect Dan, Jonathan, Gabe, go to the movies in Cranford where it was filmed mm-hmm. and celebrate. Yeah. Just a mother off. Yeah, definitely. It's yeah. it's 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 Hathaway V. Chastain, Dawn of Mom. Yep. So, yeah. And then the last bit of movie news I have is an Until Dawn movie's being filmed. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Mm -hmm. Until Dawn was the best of those games. It was a cultural tentpole. Um, I'm an Emily Stan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She is just like a massive bitch, but I love her so much. She kicks ass. Of course. Maybe they're going to get Hayden Pentier back. (laughs) They could. (laughs) To voice uh, the main girl. Yeah, I think she is probably available. I know the whole cast is unemployed at the moment, so... (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So, mm, yeah, mm-hmm. people people seem really excited about that. Oh, so. I am. I yeah. wonder if they'll change anything, but it was a it was a moment. You had to be there during the Intel Dawn days. Mm-hmm. It was like the first choose-your-own-adventure video game that really popped off, and I <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed it.
0: Oh, well, and people have pointed out, I mean, I think... Didn't you
1: play it? You played it.
0: I own it. I did not play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I need to. Someone oh, gifted a, it to me. That would be a
1: great first little Chibi Boys if we ever do that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, we gotta. I think Dan
0: be scared and try to do a quick time event. We gotta do two <laughs> Chibi Boys someday. Mm-hmm. Um, but. But, yeah, so, like, and you said that even though the, they're teens in the game, it could <laughs> easily translate to adults. Yeah, 40 year olds playing these roles. Like, it, it doesn't really matter. It's no. just, uh, you know, the circumstances they find themselves in. So, yeah, yeah. that could be cool. Mm.
1: But I've talked too much. I've talked too much. What about you? What have you experienced this week?
0: Uh, well, it's fine that you talk too much because I don't have much in the way of news. Well, I've got more, so. But uh, my main thing that I wanted to bring was that I've been playing and loving Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown.
1: Ah, Vinci game, huh?
0: I scooped it and it is it is a fantastic little game Mm. like it is and not not to say little it is um it's just gigantic it's it's like a metroidvania it's kind of like the best of like hollow knight and a metroid game uh with like the prince of persia time manipulation stuff in there Mm -hmm. um and obviously there's like you can turn on like a guided mode Where you can just wing it, I've been winging it so far, and Mm -hmm. just finding shit, and it's...
1: I hear you could change the difficulty and little nuances throughout the game.
0: You can, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's, like, a lot of little, you know, I guess things that they've taken as feedback from other Metroidvanias where you can go through and you can kind of leave vision markers behind so that... You could snap a picture. Yeah. (laughs) More or less, so that if there's, like, okay, I need to get another power to come back and do this, I can do that later, but it's just... It's just a really smooth... Yeah, I don't know. Ride so far, it's it's a, gr- a great game, yeah. and it's, you know. it's
1: been on my list along with eight thousand other
0: games. But Dan, I too
1: played and beat a video game. Yeah, no, you, you
0: promised to reveal. I
1: dusted off the you know the ashes of my Nintendo Switch, and it may be something you don't expect. Was it Final Fantasy? Was it Zelda? Was it Octopath Traveler Two, which I still haven't touched? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. It was another Code Recollection Part One. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, with our white-haired youth, Ashley. As she goes to the mystery aisle to search for her dad. Okay. And this is an easy, cozy little mystery, which I guess is my new genre mm-hmm. that I can play in one setting and just feel good about accomplishing something for myself. It's fine. It feels like um Life is Strange Light or Life is Strange Junior, mm-hmm. if that's giving similar vibes. Very easy pubble pu- pubbles. <laughs> very easy puzzles. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a little ghost boy that's following you around, too. Okay. But there is one point in the game, and this is no spoiler, but they're like, who do you think committed this murder? Was it the murderer? Your Aunt Joanne? <laughs> the dog? <laughs> or, like, the dead boy? And it's like, mm, one of these choices. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see what would happen if I chose anything else because I mm. wanted to get it done to, like, you know, yeah. keep up the flow of my day. It had been an eight-hour session yeah. of me just doing everything in that. A good Um, gaming session, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I do have part two to play, too, where Ashley's grown up by two years, and now she's investigating a spooky lake, Mm -hmm. um, you know, in a beautiful palatial setting, but...
0: Oh, so it's like two games together. Yeah, then. Okay.
1: two remade, one for the DS and one for the Switch. Um, I think it would work better on the DS because a lot of the puzzles are touch focus. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I hate is when you have to tilt the pro controller to like dip a key out of a stool that's turned upside down. Yeah. It doesn't feel right to me, but it's fine. It's something that you just have to get by. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's adequate. It's a fun little adventure game. Mystery, if you like that.
0: Well, yeah, and when that was revealed, that was quite an unexpected yeah. follow-up yeah. for something. Because I hadn't played them, yeah.
1: I wanted to see them. Uh, it's a great starting out, if that's, like, the genre you're into. Okay. And then move on to Life is Strange with no Chloe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Save
0: the bay, the bay or the bay, Dad. That's also gotta be a two chibi oh, boys.
1: yeah, that's one that I lead through, and I'm like, oh, it takes me back. That was at the
0: same time as Until Dawn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, that's what I was doing during that time then,
1: so. Yes, yes. Um, I have two more items on the agenda. Go for it. The first is, well, Dan, you got me. I'm watching One Piece Weekly now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you, you like it, One Piece?
0: <laughs> you yeah. like it, One Piece? I am.
1: And I bet you love saying that <laughs> or I hearing do. that yeah. from me. Yeah, but You've you started
0: Egghead, so.
1: I do. I like it. This week's episode was out a, a mecha shark been mm-hmm. getting, getting beaten by a giant robo mm-hmm. who turns out to be the punk hazard girl. Dr. Hazard or whatever. Dr. Dr. Punk. Dr. Vegapunk. Vegapunk, yeah.
0: Question mark, but Dr. Vegapunk, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Very interesting.
0: Very cool. You will thoroughly enjoy this arc as it keeps going. Mm. It's um it's one of those things where I'm only I'm only moderately ahead because of the manga. Mm-hmm. But I think you're going to Because again, Wano is like an epic in and of itself. Yeah. And then once that ended, it was made clear that we are in like. The final stretch now. Mm-hmm. So, Egghead, I think has you know the, the drama has been a lot more focused. You know, we're we're moving through character stuff a lot quicker, and we're getting a lot of lore revealed. Yep. And I think, as I I think I said this last week, but they're doing the thing with Robin and Chopper where they yeah at
1: the end where they're telling you like this is Bonnie jewelry Bonnie yeah yeah get to know her and so I'm like, oh. Well. This is better than Dan informing me about these things.
0: <laughs> no, and I think it's, it's like, perfectly engineered to to have people, if they want to start from that point, they can jump in and try to, like, familiarize themselves with everything. But I don't know if you, in the opening, you you might have noticed a Bondrewd-looking yeah, fellow. Yeah, you told
1: me last week I did. Yeah. yeah, there's... Hasn't shown up yet.
0: There's a whole cast of characters coming Keep probably this away. week yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to kind of... Uh, I don't know, it's a very interesting little arc. It mm. is not It is not like a whole lot of the other ones in the way that it's set up and what the crew ends up doing. I
1: just like the sound their little boots make.
0: Yeah, they got future <laughs> boots. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, next, I watched the latest episode of Delicious in Dungeon, mm-hmm. which is about cooking living armor, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then finally on the bill... I started a series I've been waiting for. A24 put it out on Amazon. It's has been Hotel at last. The and series is here. What are your thoughts? I went in thinking I was going to like it a lot less than I actually did.
0: Okay, so you liked so it I, more. I
1: liked it more than I thought I would. Okay. Um, I have my reasons why. First off, it's casting half the cast with Broadway-trained actors that are actually singing. Mm-hmm. And the songs are slaps. Uh, they're bops. There's something that I'm going to turn on the car. Each song gets better and better with time. I was expecting a lot more of, like, the crude, visy pop fuck-you humor, and that's there. Mm-hmm. It feels like hot topic for a different younger generation. Um, it doesn't feel like I should be watching this, but I'm enjoying it. And then especially episode four rolls around, and that changed the game. Like, there was genuine acting going on in episode four okay. for these voice actors featuring my favorite character, Angel Dust, who I'm worried about, and his pimp. Uh, Valentino, there was, like, an abusive relationship actually shown, uh, a lot of weird things. Okay. Keith David is there to help people. <laughs> you know, the yeah. vo- voice cast is outstanding, but I would, I would check it out. There's only eight episodes this season. It's been doing well. We'll see if it gets renewed. Um, uh, Pop's been tempting, or been hinting at, one of the main characters is going to die. So. Okay. That's gonna be startling if it does happen. I have a feeling I know which one. Um. But for now, I'm just along for the ride, and I'm enjoying it.
0: Yeah, I've yeah. only I've only ever observed this from you've shown me. You showed the me pilot, yeah, the which pilot, which was like four years ago, and then uh, the hell of, hell a, of a boss, boss yeah. which I which I was always just to be clear, like yeah. that was a separately funded project, and yeah. then has it's been the Ho- same world, yeah, yeah, and then has been hotel was just saved for a series, yeah. correct? Like yeah. that's why there's only been one of those, but then multiple yeah. hell of a boss. A twenty four has
1: been working on it, so yeah.
0: Okay, so yeah, and and I, it's been people have been talking about it mm-hmm. at the very least, mm-hmm. um, and then Ace paid fifty k to <clears throat> went bankrupt, yeah, yeah, to to get the Put Charlie music video, to the music video, yeah. Uh, so that's that's my that's <laughs> my only interaction with it recently. Yes. Uh, but it seems like I don't know, like a passion project that's kind of mm-hmm. finally taken shape. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's I'll cool. Be
1: along for the ride. Of course, and that's all the news I got, Dan. Okay, I do have some time for you this week, and I actually worked on some Pokemon.
0: Okay, by all means, let me let me let me hear them.
1: All right, so you said we're taking place in Florida. You want mm-hmm. a little special emphasis? So the first thing I worked on this week are some light Florida subplots or subquests. Mm-hmm. Uh, one in which a croc Pokemon is just a guy dressed as a croc who in turn is intact by an actual crocmon, be that Frawligator ghost or whatever. Uh-huh. That's a, a fun little thing based on Florida Man and Jaws, whatever okay. you can put there. Um, I said a fighting type goes on a rampage after eating too many of our region's pancake. A la <laughs> Florida oh, Man. We yeah. do
0: need to think of our region's pancake. Yeah. We, do need, yeah. we do need that. Uh, okay, fighting type. It's, it's right. just cocaine. For our yeah. region, yeah. <laughs> um, or
1: bath salts, <laughs> um, and then our Pokemon. I thought of the noble manatee Pokemon. We don't have a manatee, dude. We have dugong and seal. We don't seal, have a manatee, yeah. But this is like a plushy water fairy or water ghost. It either guides or lures sailors. Maybe different depending on, you know, the mood that strikes it. Maybe it shifts form. Oh uh, yeah,
0: a long time ago. Oh boy. Uh, no, 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 no 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 uh, no. I want to clarify. Um, yeah. You did suggest a mermaid, mom. Uh, well, but this could be that. This should be that, and I like the idea much more of its shifting forms mm-hmm. depending on its mood, the weather. Yeah, I don't like know. if it's trying to lure people in based mm-hmm. on when you actually yep. see it, because I think that that works with the dugong mermaid thing a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So I will, I will, um, put that in as like, I'll emphasize the form shift thing, and okay. we'll make it water fairy. All right. so. uh, this one I might have said already.
1: Um, it's in relation to our our forest deer that's on fire that mm-hmm. like causes destruction in its wake or whatever.
0: Oh the controlled burn moose. yes. Yeah.
1: I thought we would have a firefighting lightning bug to combat our fire deer maybe. either that or an Eldritch horror lightning bug that
0: like you gaze too long and you lose your sanity.
1: We I figured yeah
0: We have we have our four evil bugs, mm. one of which is a lantern fly okay. and the other one is a ghost fly. Long ago you did suggest man all these long agos you yeah. did suggest like uh, that that has no mon to it yet mm-hmm. you did suggest some kind of lightning bug, so technically, we haven't used that yet, okay. so if you wish, I can just put it back into the order and try to figure out uh emphasizing the okay perhaps like swamp lights swamp gas type mm-hmm. of thing with mm-hmm. a with a bug, yeah. Okay, easily done. All right, next is I put
1: some sort of Swamp Witch, Bell Witch Pokemon, Anti-Whispers, Hansel and Gretel inspired, maybe misunderstood, lures and actually gives kids in Pokemon candy, but is scary looking. Okay. I I put like Grass Steel, maybe. Maybe it's like an actual Bell Witch (laughs) that lives in a swamp. Perfect. The ringing of the Bell commands you. um, Stuff like that. And then two more. I said a Malevolent Sea or Sky Pokemon that causes slash predicts hurricanes. Ooh, since okay. it's Florida and you know, okay, hurricanes come a comin' down there. Predicting, causing mon. <laughs> All right. Okay. And then lastly, a newt Pokemon where if you cut off its tail, it doubles its attack. Maybe uses it as some sort of weapon. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh. Long ago. Oh boy. I, I, this this because it hasn't been worked on yet. You did suggest a Skink that can do that, uh, okay. and I will I will. Okay. Incorporate into that so skink that that weaponizes tail. Mm.
1: Oh, that's all I wrote, Dan. Everything I got.
0: I'm trying to think how to do lightning bug without stepping on the toes of our existing ones. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't have to be a bug. Maybe it could be some other forest creature. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I will. I will put down though because I like the idea of like a bewildering swamp will o the wisp thing. Mm-hmm. So I will put, you know that in there um but again we are still due if you want some kind of because the monarch the neon monarch butterfly is Mm -hmm. one that you've suggested we are going to because that one of our battle frontier people has that Mm -hmm. um volcarona is always hanging around if you if you wish volcarona might fit that build um but yeah very good I'll put I'll put Volcarona question mark and then I'll send some I'll send some spec art your way. Okay. Uh, and I didn't have anything else to add except for some mild housekeeping stuff because mm. I got I have a gym leader coming down the pipe mm-hmm. and I'm working on redoing one of our team Thorn people because in the span of time that we've been doing this, a game came out with a character with that same name. Uh, so I'm redoing him. He's going to be Garlic. He's going to be warrior themed yeah. um, That's our prospector. But I figured garlic. I'm figured i long overdue to finally just make, like, more evil team people and get the grunts done and mm-hmm. stuff. Because the only ones that have gotten done so far are Garlic and then Boron and Bismuth. <laughs> Bismuth. <laughs> so then I'll probably work on the grunts next. And just mm-hmm. to, to re-clarify... Team Thorn, we got old-school cowboys, cowgirls, outlaw Mm -hmm. look, like, bandanas and stuff, and then Team Lithium, stupid cyberpunk police. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, those are easy to do. Mm -hmm. So, I'll get to work on those shortly. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, shall we get to today's content? Let's
1: find them Dragon Balls, Dan.
0: Of course. So, we are continuing with Dragon Ball GT, finishing up the Black Star Dragon Ball saga today, Uh, and... Do recall uh, to to you and listeners that this entire saga in the original television airing was skipped when it was airing here uh, because I I guess fans in Japan had already reacted negatively to the Dragon Ball-esque pacing of this first arc. So when it was time to air it on Toonami, they cut everything, re-edited everything into a flashback episode with Giru, Mm -hmm. and then released these later uh, you know, as the Lost episodes. So, the the la- the episode that we're ending on today is technically the last piece of Dragon Ball GT media that ever aired on TV because mm-hmm. it was it was aired out of order. Um, so, previously on Dragon Ball GT, after Goku was turned back into a child by the Black Star Dragon Balls and Emperor Pilaf, King Kai revealed that the Earth would explode in one year unless the balls were returned. <laughs> the plan was to have Goku, Trunks, and Goten, who are both now... In their twenties, we assume. Uh, oh no, teens, T- teens, teens, teens. Oh yeah, because just is-
1: because Trunks runs a company. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, yeah. So he, yeah, Trunks is now the CEO of Capsule Corp. Uh, but they, uh, they have them search for the Dragon Balls across the galaxy using a spaceship developed by Bulma. Uh, and as far as I can tell, looking over official sources. The official name of that spaceship is literally just the Grand Tour Spaceship. So I don't know if it, if it even has a proper name, but that's just what it's called on the wikis. Um, a young Pan, uh, who is now a preteen, is determined to prove herself, and instead launches the spaceship with only Goku and Trunks also on board. Mm. Uh, and the ship loses a vital component in the process of that rushed launching process. Uh, the trio soon crash-landed on the planet Emeka. Capitalism. Uh, Capitalism. <laughs> uh, under Lord topia Yes. Uh, under its ruler, Don Key, a functioned as a literal tourist trap that ensnared visitors with extremely expensive services, uh, forcing people to stay until their debts were paid. To complicate matters further, the dragon radar was then eaten by a small robot named Giru. Oh, who,
1: I have a feeling I'm going to hate him.
0: He probably will. Yeah. Many people do. <laughs> uh, he integrated the device into his own system, so it could not be removed from him. He is the dragon radar now Mm. uh goku battled and defeated donkey's bodyguard legic setting the planet's inhabitants free from debt slavery and giving them their money back to start a new life uh and the search for the black star dragon balls finally began in earnest with giru now serving as the dragon radar as the fourth member of the main cast Mm -hmm. um so for today uh i kind of wanted to get to the next stretch of of like main villains here. Okay. So we are going to be skipping episodes six through ten, mm-hmm. but I do have summaries here just to recap what's Would. happened. Tell me what's happened. So in episode six, like pulling teeth, the trio <laughs> finds the black, the first Black Star Dragon Ball on planet Mon which is very similar to Earth, except everything is giant.
1: Ah, uh, it's the Super Mario World painting.
0: It is. Yeah, uh, Mountain. Uh, the title refers to the fact that the Dragon Ball is lodged in a giant's tooth. So they gotta extract his tooth and get the Dragon Ball out. Episode 7 is Trunks the Bride. Uh, the, trio, <laughs> oh. the trio arrives on the planet Not Gelbo, on my watch. <laughs> discovering the next Dragon Ball in a seemingly peaceful village. Uh, in reality, the villagers live in constant fear of a monster named Zunama, who can summon earthquakes by shaking his whiskers. He's a big catfish-themed no. monster. I'm probably going to use him as inspo for one of our evolutions mm-hmm. at some point. I do recommend... Going and checking I've, him I've out. I've heard of this episode. So, yeah, he's yeah. he's a very cool monster design, so I, I definitely recommend going and checking him out. Uh, the trio agrees to help the village in exchange for the Dragon Ball. Trunks poses as a young maiden named Le- Lena, who had previously offered herself to be Zunama's bride in mm-hmm. order to save the village. Episode 8, Whisker Power. The group infiltrates, uh, Zunama's lair and manages to cut off one of his whiskers, but it is then revealed that Zunama was not creating earthquakes, merely predicting them and pretending that he was creating them. Uh, an earthquake strikes and causes a volcanic eruption, endangering the village below. Goku uses a kamehameha to stop the lava flow, <laughs> saves the village, and they receive the Dragon Ball, and I think Zunama just agrees to chill with the village at that yeah. point and not mm. do shit like this anymore. Town mascot. I, f- I feel like he shows up in, like, a cameo later on, but episode 9, and 9 and 10 are where the the plot starts to kick in, mm-hmm. so uh, I do recommend going and checking these out, um, but I will do my best to give a detailed summary here of them. So episode 9 is Lord Lude. Trunks- Lord Lude? So at the at the end of uh, of episode eight, uh, call me Lord Lude after a few drinks. <laughs> no, yeah, well, at yeah, on the strip. Yeah, no, that no, I, <laughs> that joke does makes. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true, Lude. Um, at the end of the previous episode with Zunama, right as the villagers are handing the Dragon Ball over to the trio, it is grabbed by some psychic force, taken by an alien who then escapes and flies off in a spaceship, which mm. the trio. Give chase. Okay. Uh, so, episode nine, Lord Lude, Goku, Trunks, and Pan begin to chase after the three Para Power brothers, uh, one of whom stole their Dragon Ball. The brothers trick them into entering this like rocky maze-like planet, mm-hmm. uh, which is home to a lot of hostile alien creatures. Um, they the 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 brothers briefly escape and return to their own home planet, while Goku, Trunks, and Pan are lost in the maze. Uh, upon their arrival, they hand over the Dragon Ball to Cardinal Muchimuchi, oh. who is going to be the, one of the bigger villains for this arc. Uh, and Cardinal Muchimuchi is the servant of this unseen figure called Lord Lude, Mm. represented, I believe, in a brief scene, as some kind of giant, ominous Indiana Jones Temple of Doom statue, Mm. but we don't know what else is going on there. Uh, The Cardinal is angry because he knows that there were other Dragon Balls on board, there must have been other Dragon Balls on board that ship that they left in the maze, so he orders the brothers to go back and steal the rest of the Dragon Balls from the trio. Uh... Interestingly, threatening to turn them into dolls should they fail Uh, in this quest. The old Sabrina, Uh, the Parapara brothers return to the planet where they left them on. uh, Where the trio are now being attacked by giant worm monsters, and the Parapara brothers sneak into the Grand Tour ship and start, uh, you know, snooping around, tearing it apart to find your see. Uh, episode ten: Dance and Attack. <laughs> uh, when the three Power Power Brothers fail to find the Dragon Ball on Trunks' ship, they realize that one of the other three must be carrying it on them. Yes, uh, Goku should just give one to everyone. Eventually, figures out how to defeat the giant worms, and they the trio successfully stops them. Uh, the Power Power Brothers then confront them directly, and in a semi-famous scene, the the brothers take off their armor and reveal that their power is to compel people to dance. Oh. Uh, it's a, I think it was... I
1: I. I oh, Dragon I, Ball is really scraping the bottom of the barrel for these plots. Huh? I believe the name <laughs> of the technique is the Para, para Boogie.
0: Uh, um, and I, I always remember this part because... Maybe
1: one day at your wedding, Dan, but not now.
0: Perhaps. <laughs> but on one... Some VHS, mm-hmm. I think before one of the, the Dragon Ball Z movies... There was, like, a... It was one of those, like, fake countdowns that was, like, Top 10 Dragon Ball Attack. Like, this was before YouTube was even doing it. Yeah. And they were going through the craziest techniques used in Dragon Ball, and the Para brothers were one of them. Mm. Uh, but at that point, English-speaking audiences wouldn't no even idea. known yeah. who that is. Uh, so, it was quite a teaser of things to come. Mm. And I think Janemba was also shown in that clip show. Turn people into jelly beans. Before that... ...you know, movie had even come out here. Um, but the, the trio is forced to dance under compulsion from this, you know, this trio's powers. Um, but eventually, they do manage to break free, they easily defeat the Parapar brothers, and, you know, when they go and search the brothers' own ship for the stolen Dragon Ball, Pan and Giru accidentally trigger the launch sequence, and the ship takes off oh. on a predetermined course, oh boy. leaving Trunks, Goku, and the Par brothers <laughs> behind. Mm. With with the Grand Tour ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is where we will start episode 11, Lord Lude's Curse. Mm. Any? previewing expectations
1: i don't know i i liked this trio and Giru's uh not sans Giru's connection in the past episodes mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm i'm here to see more i know this is a little bit dumber than it is regular dragon ball yes um i don't expect to like Giru. no but i know i enjoyed some of the designs here so i'm just along for the the grand tour myself okay uh so they have three dragon balls at this point or they lost three or
0: uh well let's see they're uh, getting them kind of quick they got one from yeah. the tooth yeah. they got one from the village so uh-huh. they have two mm. and well no they actually only have one I oh. think at this point because one uh, was snatched one was snatched uh, so yeah it's it's only two so I was far. about
1: to say we're doing moving at a rapid pace yeah but guess not
0: <laughs> um but yeah so uh without further ado I suppose we'll uh we'll initiate that launch sequence. Mm. Put our seatbelts on. Mm-hmm. Grab a nice refreshing can of Coke.
1: If I eat a microwave, do you think I become
0: part of that microwave? Or does
1: that microwave become part of me?
0: Well, you never know until you find... <clears throat> You'll never find out until you try. Until <laughs> so you try. I'm sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a para-para
1: dance will wake you up, Dan. We'll be right back. <laughs>
0: back. I've had some caffeine, and I'm feeling much better. Uh, And I'm also feeling better, because we just watched some Dragon Ball GT, a beloved series of mine. Any Mm. initial thoughts, Jonathan? Uh, I don't like Giru. Okay, (laughs) I'm going to make my, my statement
1: clear. I don't like him, and I know where this story is going to devolve into, because the next episode we're supposed to watch is about Giro's checkered past, mm-hmm. so he's going to be a villain, and he's going to do something villainous, and then him and Pan are going to have like a, a meeting of heads, mm-hmm. and then she's going to be like, no, I love you, Giro, and Giro's going to be like, Giro, love Pan, and I know that's how the stupid story is going to well, end. I'm not
0: saying you're but, wrong, but... but
1: <laughs> I know where you're going on this little <laughs> mission of yours, but I don't like Giro. <laughs> okay, that's understandable. And these episodes, easy to recap, not mm-hmm. much happened for five episodes, but I get that you're laying the foundation for something here. Yes, I thought there was gonna be a bigger reveal as I spoiled to you, which we'll get into the notes, mm-hmm. but there wasn't. And I guess it kind of ties along the lines of later on in the series.
0: Well, yeah, there is there is there are reveals insofar as it's setting up the next arc because mm-hmm. uh, we realize that even you know even if this started as like a a regular dragon Ball ish adventure series that there is you know, a a grander scope villain, you know, coming into play here. Yes. Uh, But, you know, this will be, uh, you know, we will take a break from Dragon Ball GT after this because I want to get back to some other animes that I've promised to get to uh, and some other content, Uh, but I figured this would be a good cliffhanger to end off on Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, next time we come to GT, we'll be fully into... Doctor Muse arc in mm-hmm. itself, so uh, but but I didn't want to skip these and you know without laying that foundation uh, because there's a lot of Dragon Quest vibes in these episodes. Well, That's why I, drama, Dad, of course, I, I love <laughs> them uh, because especially the main planet Lude is just all Dragon Ball vibes or Dragon Quest vibes. I'm sorry, uh, right down to the character designs, how everything looks. So I didn't want to skip these. Because I think there's some cool, you know, kind of, uh, Imagery yeah, like, maybe not as popular stuff, but just to to shed a little light on yeah. it. Uh, so, we come to uh, episode, well, the first episode of the day, but episode 11 overall. Lord Lude's. Lord Lude's Cancel. Curse. Or Curse, sorry. Uh, So, Pan, via autopilot, and Giru are being taken away on the Power Power Brothers' stupid mushroom saucer ship that I love.
1: And once again, Pan's interaction is me and Giru. I don't like you, Giru. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I know we don't get along. She's very mean to him. Good. (laughs) So would I. He can't read the Star Trek, uh, you know, panel controls, Mm -hmm. so he can't, you know, fly the ship or kind of turn the autopilot off. Uh, But they are... You know, the ship is en route back to the Par Brothers' home planet, uh, which is just called Planet Lude. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Par Brothers, who are back with Goku and Trunks, currently tied up, uh, inadvertently reveal this to the boys uh, because they, you know, they compulsively break into a song number. Yeah. And in the process, uh, the smallest brother reveals where the ship is heading.
1: Now, they said they were singing an E minor. That was not the key, Dan. Well, <laughs> just want you to know. Take that to the boards. I shall.
0: Yeah, <laughs> put that in the trivia. Where section. my mind's at when you force me to watch these cartoons of
1: yours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So. They finally arrive on planet Lude, which, as you pointed out, is very much a Dr. Seuss planet. Yeah, everything's bendy. Everything's bendy and melted, <laughs> um, but there are lots of other
1: flying saucer
0: ships docked <laughs> Who there. Who would have
1: need for a thneed
0: death? When's that coming? You, you asked when that's coming to the podcast. That's a, certainly a sinister <laughs> I'm not going to say sooner
1: than you may think, because it's not on my radar right now, but <laughs> deep down the line...
0: I can I can throw it in mine. Well, we'd have
1: to do that, The Grinch, and Cat in the Hat, all the live actions and stuff together. Well, yeah, because they're yeah. all
0: bad in their own ways. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we need support for those. Lorax, we, th- we have to make sure the episode is sponsored by, like, yeah. Chevy Volt or whatever the fuck they did with that. That's so, true, yeah. The cleanest car. Chevy Volt. Uh, the Lorax-approved <laughs> one. Um, but then, uh, yeah, so Melty Dr. Seuss Planet... Lots of other ships docked here. And for some reason, Giru is very, very nervous. And as goober as Mm. you may think Dragon Ball is, hmm. there is foreshadowing going on. Yes, I felt um, it.
1: I know that Giro takes a turn, but I Giro, only know that and one other thing about this series, Gero is
0: is very nervous on this planet, and it should be noted that for the most part, uh, the the villains in these episodes don't seem to pay much direct attention to Giru no. because it would probably be inconvenient if they noticed, like, what he is. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, just keep that in mind. Um... So, Pan, you know, Giru kind of flakes out and refuses to go any further, mm-hmm. but Pan heads further into this shrine-like sanctuary. sees the sanctuary.
1: Chaka dancing, dancing uh, Ali McBeal baby. Well, <laughs> she sneaks in through yeah. a crevice, uh-huh.
0: hearing that chanting. Yeah. And, and seeing gold. Yeah, as you pointed out, they're the gold Super Metroid statues. Yep. All of this demon-like figure, uh, you know, likeness is carved everywhere. Yeah,
1: listen, Toriyama does, like, a Baphomet light very well. He does. Like, it's like bat wings. it's like, oh, this is very culty and-esque, so they do get that art style well, I do see the Dragon Quest inspiration here yeah. too, so all you're the, not,
0: you're not talking shit, man. All the cultists, so there's yeah. like, there's one hooded enemy in the Dragon Quest games that looks mm-hmm. exactly like these cult members, and I, I'm yeah. here for it, yeah. uh, but, uh, you know, Pan does stumble across, she follows the chanting, and she stumbles across this Temple of Doom <laughs> uh, cult session going on that is led by uh, the infamous Cardinal Muchimuchi, yeah. who was uh, teased in the previous episode. So
1: they have the Cardinal Bishop-Pope set up? Mm-hmm. Monsignor and such? Yes. I know you're watching Midnight Mass. I mean, a lot of Catholic imagery in your life as of late, but... There is, yeah. yeah it stirs the pot. It does. Yeah, Catholic does, leanings. I could convert you yet. Does Pope Francis <laughs> approve of lewd? Or... Oh,
0: he of profudes, approves of something... Approves of something lewd. I'll uh... <laughs> So, uh, you know, but notably, Cardinal Muchimuchi, thanks to the, you know, efforts of the Par Par brothers, does have (laughs) a Dragon Ball in his possession. Um, so Pan... The Six Star? It's the... I... It's
1: always important for me to know which number it is, because we have a different affinity per number. I don't know if we've ever brought that up. Like, four is supposed to be the most important one. Yeah. But, like, when the Dragon Balls are, like, perched in quirky positions, like, Mm -hmm. I remember them a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the six, because then Cardinal Muchimuchi asks her for the four. Four. I think the four was the first one they found. Yeah. Like, I Um, was like,
1: oh, that's where the six star was. I don't know. Yeah. That just comes back to my memory as, like, a Dragon Ball Z past Stan.
0: Yeah, because Cardinal Muchimuchi only knows via what the brothers told him that they have one more Dragon. Dragon Ball in their possession. Uh, but I presume... I, I'm assuming he's briefed himself on the lore of the Dragon Balls at this point. Because other multiple planets and systems have their own set. So, mm-hmm. th- again, aliens yeah. are frequently familiar with what they are. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, Pan kind of decides that she's going to try her best to sneak up on but, these cultists. But talks
1: aloud to herself. Follow me. Talks aloud I'm to herself. I'm sneaking now.
0: And she's caught by <laughs> uh, two cult guards. Yeah. Um at this point, Goku, Trunks, and the Parapar brothers arrive. The, the Parapar brothers are still, uh, you know, tied up. Mm-hmm. They briefly... They are also scared to approach the sanctuary. Uh, but Trunks, like, electro shocks the outside of the ship's hull because they're holding on to it. Uh, so they're forced to come along. Uh, and, you know, we... Pan is, is kind of kicking the asses of the guards who tried to apprehend As her. As she should because they have no power whatsoever. They should. Um, but Cardinal Muccimucci is kind of uh, y- you know whipping these like you know throwing this whip around, possibly risking the safety of his own followers uh, in-, in a frequent podcast moment you said stop that uh, but Cardinal Muchimuchi keeps going uh briefly catching Pan off guard and when she is off guard the lewd, statue the giant you know central idol in this sanctuary fires a laser beam from its eyes and turns her into a doll Mm. um so uh you know pan is is reduced to a doll form and she is conscious of everything that's going on so we get like a constant voiceover from pan uh showing us her perspective and we discussed that this is you. Yes. If you were briefly contractually forced to leave the yeah. show, uh, you know, and you're represented via doll and then your lines I, are dubbed in I, later. I would love this.
1: I've been called a doll before, but this is ridiculous. You know, in, in and
0: <laughs> fans in, in, yeah. Jonathan the,
1: was dealing with a hysterical pregnancy that turned out to be a fake pregnancy. Yeah, for the, it was for just the gas. Outlet. Yeah. And,
0: and you know, and then, so you were a doll for those episodes. The Redditors were very mad about that. Yeah, they say that was, it was way too much of a budget saving thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, so, so Pan is, you know, turned into a doll, and she remains this way for a few episodes. Sometimes,
1: Dan, the dolls are just the dolls, I have to say that, so you someday explore my deep lore. Okay. Every line's a reference with me.
0: At this point, Goku and Trunks burst in with the brothers in tow. Uh, Cardinal Muchimuchi is obviously, like, angered at their failure to properly apprehend the Saiyans, and turns the Para brothers into dolls themselves. Yeah. Then, he tosses them into this large offering pot that is in front of the Lude statue, mm-hmm. uh, where green energy is absorbed from the them. pot of greed. And it fills up this Baja Blast, uh, you know, blast. measuring yeah. device mm-hmm. that is off to the side, which seems to be critical for Lord Lude's promised revival. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, eventually, you know, they try to, Goku and Trunks try to fight Cardinal Muchimuchi, and under normal circumstances, they would make short work of him, yeah. but he fights dirty. Yeah. Uh, he throws the whip around, he has a gun hidden up his sleeve, that and he blasts. That he shoots Goku
1: point-blank in the face, and Goku's like, eh, you well, need to do more
0: than that. Well, it's a space laser gun, it's uh, not a- Even still, Dan. It's, it's like you a- You'd think a bullet, a space bullet through the head would end Goku. It's a sci-fi derringer, he has it, like, uh, rigged up in his sleeve. Show. Um...
1: And then he's like, "Oh, you're doing well
0: with that. Here's my big lion, Leon." He summons a he summons Leon who, who is has a, an
1: amazing design. I was like, "Oh, I can't
0: wait to see these kids fight yeah. this thing." It's like a big Dragon
1: Quest boss, and then it ends immediately. Goku sends the ceiling down on him, and I'm like, "My my god, they
0: just killed a lion!" And it's like, "Nope, it's a robot. It's a robot." So I guess that makes me feel nothing towards it because little gears. It was pop such out. a cool design. It was a cool design, yeah. Um, but, well, it, but it, it's all about, like, the fake imagery that's going on yeah, on yeah. this planet, yeah. so it, it's revealed to have been a robot, and notably, it's gonna be a signifier from here on out, if you notice, its eyes had the crosshairs in them, yeah. and that's going oh, to I be a recurring this. thing. And
1: then, um, uh, when Lord, um, Lude was being summoned, he had, like, a glitchy effect.
0: Yes. Mm. Uh but the Leon explodes violently yeah. and you were also shocked again because Cardinal Muchimuchi is fucking eradicated yeah, as I was this like, explosion what the, what happens. What the fuck? But out of the rubble we hear uh, a laughter sound out. Oh
1: my gosh. And How could
0: you predict this? Cardinal <laughs> this dumb show. Cardinal Muchimuchi his true identity was just Muchi. So anime. And the whip was actually the real ringleader the entire time. Uh, And the whip transforms into Moochie, who I think is a very cool design. Yes,
1: I knew it was coming. It's a good design. We didn't talk about your one whip wielder in the intro to this episode. I'm sure that'll be next week, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, But very cool design. He's kind of like Imperfect Cell in like a gold hue. He's got the whips for hands. uh, And he is seemingly... You know, the muscle in this yeah. in this he, it's, it's a good design. He yeah. claims to be the enforcer for Lord Lude. Mm-hmm. While this is going on a strange man has taken possession of Pan's doll. And I thought this was going to be, like, some cool
1: subterfuge thing. I thought this was going to be, like, a space-age woman that's, like, there, like, a bounty hunter of sorts.
0: Wasn't a woman. It's a beautiful man. I wouldn't say
1: beautiful. <laughs> with, that, with that part, honey, I wouldn't say beautiful.
0: Um, but, <laughs> He's a quirky, fetish-sized old man, but... But the but the heroes prepare to battle Moochie as this strange figure looks on holding yeah. Pan's Episode oh. one, done. Uh, So then we move on to the last Oracle of Lude. I wouldn't have known that was the title. I thought it would have been Whip It, Whip It Good. Uh, So Muchi is, uh, you know kind of flexing with his whips. It's shown that uh, in a very one-piece fashion, when he hits something with a whip, he can control that object they at will. They get psychokinesis on them. Get psychokinesis. Or like,
1: they get, like, humanistic qualities to it, because there's a lot of hands grabbing.
0: Yeah. yeah. He can kind of manipulate it's matter. It's a weird, quirky
1: power, but I like it.
0: It is, yeah. yeah. It makes him, you know, kind of wish he would stick around longer. Yeah, um, these lackeys seem to be getting better designs
1: than their fucking masters. I'll yeah. say that.
0: No, yeah, and, and I, I think that you know, maybe in a more stretched-out adventure saga mm. that they would be able to stick around longer. Kind of like what One Piece does. Unironically, what yeah. One Piece does when they're visiting different yeah. places. Well, now that I'm a One Piece stan, so... You, you're gonna know what I'm talking about. Remember
1: who told you about One Piece stan? It was me. Was it? Yeah, it was me.
0: It was you. And and other John. <laughs> no, too. No, that was a
1: lie, you see. I was acting.
0: Okay. Um, You'll never to... know, Dad. Or was it? <laughs> trying to gaslight gatekeep <laughs> girl, girl boss. boss. <laughs> um... <laughs> But, uh, you know, one of the things that Moochie does is he manipulates the floor tiles, kind of like a boss oh, battle. the puzzle, yeah. Sends them all at Trunks, and Trunks is pinned under a pyramid of these floor tiles. For half the episode. So for half the episode, Half, half yeah. the
1: episode. I'm like, my this show is gonna make me hate Trunks, but I love him because he's so memeable. He is. Like, yeah. I love Trunks. There, I said it, but... Future Trunks is cool,
0: and then this Trunks is, it's, like, dorky.
1: Which it, I kinda like, but he's a dumbass. Yeah, he is.
0: For being a CEO. <laughs> and another recurring thing is that uh, in the opening sequence of, like, the opening titles of this show, Trunks is shown briefly using his future version sword. Yeah! Which I don't think he does in an episode ever. Well. But he did do it in the Dragon Ball GT video game that came out. So I guess at some point they planned on having him do that, but they never got around it. That would have been cool. Like,
1: here's where he finds his sword, maybe. Well, yeah,
0: and the only other connection to that was that in... Dragon Ball Z Wrath of the Dragon, the final movie where Trunks and Goten are still kids, uh-huh. he does get a sword uh, from an alien in that. Okay. So, but I don't know if it was supposed to appear here, and they never did mm. that. But uh, but yeah, it's just an interesting little thing. Um, but while Goku is fighting Muchi, he's kind of like, you know, Mu- Muchi kind of has him on the ropes by manipulating all these objects. He sends like a little uh, brazier thing after him. Yeah,
1: it's a lava bud from Mario. It is. Yeah.
0: Uh, but then Goku goes Super Saiyan and quickly turns the tides. And Goku uses the a fight.
1: sword for, like, a short moment, too. He does. I was, I was like, that's interesting, Goku uses a weapon. We never really see that aside from Power Pole.
0: Yeah, he does. But yeah. I guess we do remember, he does have weapons training from, like, mm-hmm. Roshi and uh, his grandpa, probably. Yeah. So, I think his Pan eventually does, too. Um, so... From the shadows, a Dr. Zayas type. Dr. Zayas is watching. Zaius I was is like, this was
1: fucking Dr. Zayas, and I was close, but no cigar.
0: Uh, and at this, like, this, this strange figure, the one who was holding Pan.
1: Yeah, petting the Jonathan doll. Petting mm.
0: the Jonathan doll, yep. uh, calls all of his followers into the main hall. Wh-
1: which, if I'm part of a cult, this is the end, friend. I've seen enough.
0: You would have deduced that
1: something is wrong at this point? Listen, if anything, I'm a cult leader or a cult bimbo. Like, I, I know what's going on. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, yeah. so
0: you would, you would rather be leading the cult and, than, than a Well, follower. I'd rather be,
1: like, supplicant to the leader and know what's going on. you would rather be, like... That would be my Fargo
0: season. <laughs> So you would rather be, like, the spy or the enforcer? To yeah,
1: the... yeah, like the right-hand person. Okay. But
0: I, y- I think that's a good niche for me. You're probably getting thrown in the pot, too, then, even, so yeah, it's... Um,
1: I don't know about that. Unless I feel they like have a change of heart. There'd be an episode where I shoot the cult leader, and I'm like, oh,
0: who's the am strings now? Yeah, yeah. Just for that, all building up for that moment. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, you know, he is promising his followers that the time of the resurrection of Lord Lude is, is upon. fast upon yep. them. Yep, yep. Uh, so all of his masked followers are gathered in the main hall. And they've got some quirky dialogue, don't they? they? do. It's like,
1: oh, I asked for love. Give me some weight loss. Lord. Yeah, help me with my weight. My, I, bo- both my legs are broken. I can't believe this was in the Japanese dub. Like, I don't think mm. so. I think this is an American dub solo thing.
0: Well, they all match visually with what they're saying. Yeah, because so because one fat one's like, help me lose weight. <laughs> the old one is like, I'd rather like to be young. and uh, to be young again. Like, I'm sure when Lord Lude returns, he'll grant all of our, our yeah. heartfelt wishes. Yeah. Um, but Daltaki, uh, who names himself to this crowd, he's the last oracle of Lude.
1: Yeah. And then he's like, if you all jihad yourselves. Yeah. Then...
0: If you offer yourselves up. And then and
1: That's where I knew something was wrong.
0: <laughs> this is, you know, the glorious purpose that you follow Lude for, to, you know, offer up your own bodies and energy yeah. uh, to, to help him come back to life. Um, and at this point, uh, he takes out what can only be described, you described it, as, as a, a bubble wand. wand. It yeah. was It's that little 90s toy yeah. that you click it and it lights up. And they're like, is that a remote control? I'm like, oh, we have TV and stuff on this planet. Well, do we? Well, one of the followers is like, wait a second, I think that's just a big machine that he's pointing yes. the at. And it is. Um, but it's too late for them to do anything because uh, Daltaki activates the lewd idol. It, trans- <laughs> it, it transforms all of the parishioners into dolls. And they are... Sucked in via vacuum suction.
1: Yeah, and and transported to the Mountain Dew.
0: Into the pot. Yeah. Um, Where
1: I'm like, oh, like the stakes were high, but then I remembered it's Dragon Ball,
0: mm -hmm. and there were no stakes. (laughs) At yeah. any point in this. Well, yeah, but it's still, it's, how are they going to get out of it? That's the fun part. All right. Um, but uh, the the even so, the Baja Blast thing is only filled up to its second And I level. said
1: another genocide in Dragon Ball GT. GT has given us
0: two genocides already. <laughs> yeah. Our, our gang has screwed up a number of planets. <laughs> They've killed but, so many people. And they're going to keep screwing up more, rest yeah. assured. Uh, so, well, either indirectly or directly. But, uh, you know, so the the Baja Blast tank is only two-thirds full, and they're gonna need much more energy. Yeah, but Lord,
1: Lord Del Taco fondles Pan some more.
0: Yeah. And, and it's like, like, oh my gosh, this is gross. You <laughs> called me a doll, but this is absurd. Like, yeah, that, yeah. that kind of thing. Mm. Uh, but Daltaki seems to be determined to eventually throw Goku and Trunks into the pot, because mm-hmm. the readings show that they'll have enough energy to, to fill it up completely. Yep. yep. Um, so, uh, you know, Goku is going Super Saiyan to fight Muchi, We get this line from which he's like, he turned blonde and then he's stronger. Did he take some kind of potion? So, that's his idea. That's his <laughs> More theory. Dragon
1: Quest imagery for Dan.
0: Uh, you know, and then Daltaki's doing some doll hol- dollhouse pervert yeah, stuff. this is always like a trope that's
1: like... It- I I hate to bring it up every episode, but it's in American Horror Story for, like, two seasons. Mm -hmm. It's like, there's this doll trope. I never got it. I never understood it. They're action figures. Mm -hmm. I don't take pleasure in undressing and redressing the dolls. Is this a defense of us in
0: our action figure collections? Dan, I
1: don't know what it is. I just don't like this fetish that people have about dolls. It doesn't make me uncomfortable. Yeah, I just I feel like it's useless. And and here it's
0: kind of creepy because it's an underage girl. Well, yes, and that's like because Doltaki's disgusting. Yeah, but you know we're not pervert cult leaders, so I you know. But speak for yourself. But, <laughs> yeah. like, it kind of... It, the Cult of Goon. <laughs> thankfully, it does kind of, like, Daltaki, every time he tries to yeah, provide... It, like, he gets thwarted, cut but off. it
1: goes on a little bit too long. And it I'm does. Like, uh,
0: um, <laughs> I thought it was going to go a little bit sour. Uh, but, you know, at this point, he can kind of tell that, uh, you know, Cardinal Muchi is going to get defeated by Goku. Yeah. So the best thing to do would be to reactivate Lude at two-thirds power mm-hmm. to start dispatching the yes, Saiyans. Yes, and yes. that is what he does. Uh, bringing us to our third episode of the, the man day. behind the curtain. Man behind the curtain.
1: <laughs> it's a Wizard of Oz reference, Dan.
0: Uh, Lord mm. Lude awakens, uh, and he is briefly described, I think, by the narrator as a mutant, yeah. and that is important. He,
1: he's given very baby energy, though.
0: Very baby en- for and, a reason. Yeah. And
1: I thought this is where I thought this was going to be baby, but Dan explained to me that something it's, else was going on here.
0: Yeah, it's a certain design trend yeah. uh, via his creator. Um, but it all is all I know about GT is baby and and Giro's checkered past. <laughs> Giro's checkered past. <laughs>
1: the two things I know about
0: GT, um, not to trust that fucking robot and baby. Uh, well, baby coming. Don't mm. worry. Uh, he's fast approaching. Baby here. But the table from you. <laughs> this is very much like an intentional design thing with how yeah. uh these these opponents look because they are officially called machine mutants. It was giving me a little Akira vibes. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a cool design. Yeah, no, I, I liked it. Yeah, it's a, it's literally a baby doll with horns. And we got some Godzilla music playing in yeah. the background as he yeah, approaches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, You know, Daltaki flees to take Pan back to his pervert yeah. room. And then Goku's like, Trunks, you should chase him. And then they collide in midair, even though
1: midair is like a 4D space.
0: Uh, yeah, I... somehow. <sighs> Lude keeps blocking them, slapping them back down, because mm-hmm. Lude is... It's got kind of a one-track mind. It is supposed to fight the two of them, keep them there, and kill them Yeah, baby somehow. protect, baby defend. Um, so, we, you know, back in the, the dollhouse, uh, Daltaki <laughs> has assigned a southern bell voice to Pan. Yeah,
1: I was like, these voice actors, they can do a little bit more than that. And then she's like, is that how he thinks I sound?
0: <laughs> You're doing a Marge. That's how it's, Pan that's sounds like, to me. I'm how Pan sorry. sounds. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
1: she she doesn't have an accent at all. It's just like, is that <laughs> is that <laughs> homie Lord, Lord? When the Simpsons <laughs> come to this podcast, it's over for
0: y'all. Just so you know, <laughs> it is. we will be Marge defenders to the day we die. I I am reserving a Millhouse divided. You really should. You should like surprise
1: me one day. Yeah. And not tell me until like you show it. Like pretend it's something else. And then it's an actual
0: Simpson episode. I'll freak out. Yeah, I'll pretend I'm bringing Naruto. Um, <laughs> I'll, bring the I'll Simpsons. love that. I'll love that. Um, but back in the main chamber, uh, <laughs> Lord Lude manages to tank a Kamehameha, so he is much yeah. more durable than the previous opponents. I
1: was like, these these enemies are really stepping these pussies up because like they're able to tank Super Saiyan hits. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the power scaling is on this series, but like, yeah. You're
0: like, Goku's a kid. I'm like, I get that they're kids, but it's still, like, well, Super Saiyan. And that is the the power scaling, because Goku is weaker as, as a kid. Mm-hmm. And that actually majorly comes into play in the next arc, okay. when right. it becomes a serious thing. But it's like, Pan is just Pan, and, you know... Has been living in peace. Yeah. Trunks has also gotten out of he's shape nerd, because yeah. he's, he's living in peace.
1: Well, he's not out of shape. Let's. He's let's, not out of let's shape, be <laughs> but he he hasn't had the like.
0: According to Vegeta, we'll there. <laughs> they've both gotten soft.
1: <laughs> we'll get there. Um,
0: and then Goku is obviously reduced to a kid, so it does help to kind of raise the stakes ever so slightly. Mm. Um, but before Daltaki can continue with his dress up thing, yeah. uh, he is summoned to another adjacent room by, by Smurf
1: Doctor Giroux.
0: Smurf Doctor Giro He is Who? summoned by Doctor Mew, and I was like, "Is he supposed to be Doctor Giro And then
1: you were like, "No, they work together." If you remember, and I don't remember. Now. Oh
0: yeah, no, they meet up and they become best friends. When? Unironically, Did in we the see next anything? in the next saga. Oh, well, good Sp- on me. Spoiler alert: something happens to Doctor Mew, and he ends up where Doctor Giro is, oh. and the two of them. Un- I, I am. It is one of my favorite things in this series. I literally predicted the, that. It yeah. is the stupidest. Mm. He, but but charming. They, they're like, oh, we're both evil geniuses. Evil geniuses yeah. with big mustaches and big hair who have vaguely German well, they, accents. they look the same. They look the same, yeah. as like, we're going to team up, we're going to be best friends. That's interesting. And they, they do, they work huh. together. Well, uh, so go it, me. It's coming. Yeah. Uh, but Dr. Mew is kind of like, you know, what the hell is going on there? Uh, you know, you, you really should be, you know, doing more to, like, Complete the project yes. there because I, when I found you, you were a street hustler. You yeah, know. backstory for no reason, which I realized was absolutely no reason. Well, I think it's, I don't think it's for no reason. I think it's just to show that doc, there's something with Dr. Mew where he's. I'm, my assumption, my headcanon is that he's playing these little games with people all mm. over the galaxy. Mm. Like he has robot experiments going on multiple planets and he manipulates people into like fuck fo- because that's what this whole thing is revealed to be. Uh, you know, uh, Doltaki reveals that, oh, you know, I I did what you said, I conned a bunch of people into to serving me as as like followers, and we actually managed to reactivate Lewd. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Mew is quite surprised. He's like, Oh, you got that that piece of junk, you got that thing working mm-hmm. actually? Like is he's it surprised that full by power. It. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's only at two thirds power. Um but uh, but Doctor Mew was pleased with this. Yeah. But he does stress that uh, you know he, according to his readings, that Pan the doll is going to have to be thrown into the vat because that's the only way that that uh, you know yeah. Lude is going to be able to reach. Not full power. my Panny, Dan. It's a collector's item. It's it's a limited edition. Yeah. Doll hockey doesn't want to do it. But uh, you know, why
1: don't I make you both dolls? Then? Yeah.
0: So you know, Lord Lude is on the ropes at this point. In his fight with Trunks and Goku, so Doctor Mew just you know with his automated controls. Lots of theming here because yeah. it's it's this it's this SpongeBob future Chrome room mm-hmm. that is built into this otherwise melty Doctor Seuss like yeah. you know Arabian palace type thing, mm-hmm. and lots of like metallic floating bubbles, and it's like a lot of imagery teases of of. What worlds are to come at this point? Yeah. Uh. But Daltaki is turned into a doll alongside Pan, and they are both uh suctioned down into the Lord Lude vat. Um. And this enables uh. You know the Baja Blast canister is now filled, and uh, Lord Lude achieves his stronger level yes. three flame and hot form. Yeah. Hot uh, Cheeto. Leading us into the next episode, the battle with. Oh, oh, wait, wait,
1: wait. He says Gutentag.
0: He says Gutentag. He somehow knows. Like, hmm. How does he know Gutentag?
1: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I said, wie geht's, doctor?
0: And, it, and the accent goes on and off. He's like, yeah. I wish to see, but then Sprechen
1: he. Second die Deutsch, doctor? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> when I break out my German on the podcast, and Dan is wowed.
0: <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. yeah, do I means. speak
1: fluent German? Maybe.
0: Your hidden power level. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> the whole time? The whole time. But the battle within uh, the episode starts. Lude is, is in his red hot mode. He's at level three. Uh, he is much more formidable opponent to Trunks and Goku. Yeah. I think they both dodge a blast <laughs> from him and it, it was, like, blasts the yeah. city off. It was you know.
1: giving me Metropolis vibes, which yes. I don't know if you've seen the silent Fritz Lang film Metropolis.
0: A long time ago, yes.
1: Only once... I might have to bring that because yeah. that's very Dan Ryan coded. It is. It's like the first silent
0: sci-fi epic. It is. It's in which I it's, love. Yeah, you
1: know, German expressionism and stuff. But but we'll get there. It was it was giving me Metropolis.
0: Oh yeah, because yeah. he's he's like a very clunky design, but yeah. but charming. And it, yeah, it yeah. was like
1: fighting a child. Yes.
0: Yeah. And that plays into Doctor Mew's other uh, designs. Yeah.
1: Pan um, wakes up in the energy dimension.
0: She's in limbo. Yeah. With the uh, other goons. With the, all the other followers yeah. and Daltaki and the Parapara brothers. Yeah. Uh, and they kind of realize that they are in the, you know, energy containment field mm-hmm. of Lord Lude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, Daltaki tries to, like, make nice with Pan. She slaps him for being a pervert. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Daltaki basically lets it slip that he does know how to get them out of this, uh, but refuses to speak. Yeah. Until Pan sicks the Parapara para brothers on him, uh, they they quote unquote torture him with the Para-Para boogie, forcing him to dance, mm-hmm. and then to forcing the him yeah. to reveal that up above, uh, at the top of this energy containment, attach the shade, Eldritch Eye, and then yeah, is then attack. The well, eldritch it's eye. it's not just an Eldritch Eye; it's a, a cell yeah. from Doctor Mew. Yeah. Where and do we, we know a cell from this series before? Definitely, but yeah. uh, it, well. All of these, again, these GT villains kind of combine yes, all of they, those elements. They, they do, they do. Um, but without
1: the stakes. Without the stakes. So far. I don't so, know
0: if is going to turn out to be the big, big
1: bad, but...
0: Well, I'm not going to say anything, but it, it, it uh, it, I, I'm... I don't want to spoil any. If you no, honestly don't, don't, don't know, no, no, I'll don't leave it don't spoil it. I don't know. I but, just know um, he's bad. But, you know, it's explained that Dr. Giro would use his own blood cells to start, you know... Producing these creatures who would then kind of be contained in a robotic exoskeleton. Mm -hmm. So that is what a machine mutant is. They are all derived from Dr. Mew himself. There's probably more to that. We're gonna find out. I think so, yes. But but that's, that's the gist that Daltaki is aware of. And they have to attack that, you know, eye above the chamber simultaneously from inside and outside in order to break out and of this i'll
1: say what a waste of time what a waste of an episode this was oh come on i Oscar. did i dan i did not enjoy this it took too long i know the episodes were going on a trotting pace hmm But this was insufferable. No,
0: but it's like, a, they're like,
1: we gotta attack at the same time, we gotta sing, we gotta dance. It's
0: like a Star Trek plot. I, they gotta figure out the stupid sci-fi situation oh and break gosh. out of it. Oh my
1: gosh, it's making our children dumber. Fuck anime.
0: Well, not anymore. It made me dumber back <laughs> yeah, in the day. It but definitely then, made you dumber. But it's not affecting kids anymore. Yeah. They're they're too busy with their, their Fortnites and their mm, Fazbears. I don't and, know,
1: the Millennials and the Z-Generation are pretty similar if you think about it.
0: Well, as long as they're watching Dragon Ball GT, that's all I care about. I don't think they're watching
1: Dragon Ball GT, unless it's on TikTok, but...
0: Um, (laughs) But luckily, uh, the Par Par brothers, specifically Bon Parra, the the eldest beefy brother, uh, reveals that they can use a form of telepathy to contact the outside world. but they can only sing. They gotta sing. Yeah. Not really, but they gotta sing. No. Uh, And via this, you know, telepathic singing, they are able to contact Goku on the outside, who
1: Who's doing nothing and Trunks gets immediately taken down. <laughs>
0: yeah, Trunks is getting his ass kicked. Goku is almost getting <laughs> Just his ass kicked. Sitting on the ground. Hmm. Um, and now at this point, Lude is like has broken out of the sanctuary and is rampaging into the, you know, open cliffs of this planet. Uh so they decide, you know, they they kind of come up with the strategy. They have to fire a beam inside and outside and hit it simultaneously. Uh, They have trouble with this because they do the classic confusion of one, two, three, shoot, or one, two, three, shoot on three.
1: This wouldn't be a confusion, Dan. It's one, two, three, go. Goku. Shoot on
0: go. Goku As soon as I
1: say the go. You could just clarify with people. As soon as I say the t in three, shoot. Well, Goku is nervous because he
0: doesn't like numbers. Uh, Oh my god.
1: This isn't math. (laughs) It's just
0: counting. Uh, Goku can
1: count a
0: three depending on the writer he can count but it's dumb
1: like i i felt this in my chest i was getting palpitations you were doing like you were doing like
0: the kermit inside yeah i I honestly was Uh, not
1: miss (laughs) i was miss piggy in
0: (laughs) but uh Eventually, they do figure it out because Goku suggests instead of counting, they use a rhyme. Oh my so it's, gosh. they the say, "Purple pep- pickle, pepper eater." I got it written down. It's pepper right. pot, pickle pot, purple pot, and they say, "Would that, this help you fire better, Dan?" I don't know. Oh, maybe I've never been in this situation before, oh but gosh. now I know what to do. My so. eyes rolled into the stratosphere. Um, and then they are able to fire the two simultaneous beams needed to destroy Lude. Uh, you know, from inside and out. Yeah. Lude collapses. Uh, you know shutting down like any, you know, robot would, his eyes close. Yeah. Um <laughs> the death to baby. <laughs> so, just seemingly Lude had a critical design flaw that allowed him to be taken yes. out like any piece of machinery. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is something that is obviously refined as these machine mutants get more advanced. Yes. Um but while the group is celebrating, you know, they've the the day has been saved, they've gotten the Dragon Balls back. Deltaki escapes in a Scooty puff. In a Scooty puff. Yeah, and it's like you'll see me again. And I rolled my eyes. I said, "Dan, are we seeing
1: him again?" Dan's like, mm. "Yeah," <laughs> doing the stupid eyes to me, and I'm like, "Ugh," because I didn't. I did not like Deltaki. Well, he is what he's. Just, he's just like a. You would think I would like Deltaki with his quirky little fetish that he has with dolls, but I don't. He's
0: like a. I, yeah, I don't know. He's just like a brief, like comic relief villain. He's like a worse version of uh... Actually, no. I'm not going to make that comparison because I... Do you remember Yu-Gi-Oh! GX? Do you remember Crowler? Do I remember Yu-Gi-Oh! G... Do I remember the ancient gear deck that Crowler uses?
1: Yes, I remember
0: explicitly Dan Ryan. And don't compare him to Crowler. No, I wasn't going... Yeah, shut up! (laughs) He's like, um... But he's, like, a worse version of some of, like, the Z villains that show, like, like, hmm. Zarbon or something like that. Sure. But he... I don't know. Zarbon
1: has more character in panache than this. But
0: he's just there to kind of, you know, he's the man behind the man, but there's a man behind him. <laughs> and that's, you know, kind of mm-hmm. ramping up the stakes. Mm-hmm. Um, so Daltaki escapes, and the group is left to ponder where they'll encounter Dr. Mew and his forces next. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to the, the final episode of the day, Beginning of the End.
1: Which I think was the most interesting episode. That yes. Me. Yeah.
0: And I and that's why I chose it, because uh-huh. I think it's a good spot to, to leave off before the next arc, because, again, it's a classic little visit-a-planet space adventure episode, but there are things that are being set up here for what's to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, Pan is cooking with Giru, uh yes yeah, stir frying on the ship with a gas line
1: somehow and dan's like no that's on solar and i said mm, i don't know about well, that well i'm assuming it's on solar but i don't know dan with those flames i don't
0: you gotta talk to grant i don't know i don't know what's possible well, and what's least not grant
1: and i have a brain in our heads
0: <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah. but you don't have a heart you don't have a heart so true. Uh, i don't <laughs> <laughs> cry <laughs> You know, Pan is still obviously very mean to Giru. Uh, he's just trying to, like, Good. help her cook, and <laughs> yeah. she's, like, yelling at him and slapping him. Yeah. Um, and at this point in the cockpit, Trunks it's is. It's like Dr.
1: Mew is anticipating our every move. Yeah. Maybe we should stop back at Earth and drop Pan
0: off. And, and bring Goten in, because his power, at least, is more comparable and then to ours. And... Pan has
1: a job at the moment, like, you don't need me! <laughs> <laughs> She, go, she <laughs> runs go, off
0: to the stripper pole
1: elevator. Or she runs up
0: to the veranda <laughs> deck, <laughs> like the little viewing. Very Jonathan that's on top. coated pan is. You know and she's crying, yeah. and and Giru to goes to a midi up, file of a trombone. To a midi file of a trombone, uh, Giru offers her a handkerchief because mm-hmm. he's trying to be her friend. Yeah. And, I do your uh, stupid hanky. But then Pan does relent, and she's like, okay, you're just trying to, to make <sighs> me feel better. Yeah. Uh, but eventually, Guru's Dragon Raider goes off, and they see that their next destination, uh, the, dragon, the next Dragon Ball, is on this desert planet. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's named, it's just like Planet Something Something in the Green Sector. Yeah. Uh, so they, they land on that, and Pan resolves to kind of prove herself by being the one to find the Dragon Ball mm-hmm. on this mission. Yeah, they'll have to keep me then. Uh, so, it's it's a very much an Arrakis dune planet yeah, here.
1: I liked it. It's simple. I mean, we see these. De- we've been on desert planets for the past three planets that you've shown me. Yes,
0: technically. Yeah. But that will change soon. I hope so. Uh, for your sake. <laughs> In game. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, they are attacked by a creature called a Sandipede. It's a Moldera. It is a Moldera. It's
1: Zelda, it's Mario, it's Super Metroid coded. Yes.
0: Uh, it attacks the ship, uh, you know, the group is able to to kind of fight it off and scare it, but it does constrict the ship briefly and it cracks the cooling their, tank. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, they're kind of stuck in this in this desert, and without the cooling system, they can't take off, and they also, you know, they need to refill it with water, because yeah. I think it plays into the other systems of the ship. Yeah, they're all in uh, their
1: Gucci sunglasses, and they're like, it's hot.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a really, really hot planet. Uh, so Goku... Is going to keep watch for Sandapeeds. Yeah,
1: Trunks is going to iron out the ship, man. He's doing
0: a good job at it. Yeah, Trunks is is shirtless, <laughs> yeah. uh, working it's on like, repairing oh, the tank. There's a see hee ho for you. And I, I guess it is like an interesting. He's we see him like ironing sealant onto the tank. Well, no, so he's it's like, like a, ironing
1: out the the
0: the dinks in it. Yeah, well, it's he's. I think he's putting something to cover the cracks up, yeah, and then too. like flattening yeah. it back out with yeah, an iron.
1: But, you know the adult the ship trunks.
0: Uh, but then, uh, you know, Pan is kind of told to not bother Trunks. Yeah. Don't bother <laughs> go me. Play. <laughs> go play somewhere out of the way. Pan uh, takes her peach parasol and yep. a water you know, canteen, exactly as I would do. And they dramatically, won't even follow me. <laughs> dramatically flees into the desert. Yeah. Um. So while this is going on, uh, Daltaki lands on a a, a oddly metallic planet to, uh, you know, rendezvous with Dr. Mew and check in and kind of update him about what's going on. He kind of comes in, he's bragging like, oh, I I saw the power that these Saiyans have, I think it would be a good idea to Mm -hmm. try to, uh, you know, uh, trap them or something. And Dr. Mew is not at the rendezvous point. Instead, General Rildo is there. Yeah. Can you guess if he's a fave of mine? Or... I,
1: I think he might be, Dan. Yeah, he yeah. is. I'm I, No shock
0: there. Yeah, I don't know if he's... I, he's probably never getting a figure, but I, I do oh, love General he'll, World, he'll
1: get a figure down the line when we're like 60 years old. He'll be like, I knew it. At last, it's mine. <laughs>
0: my, my precious <laughs> yeah. is here. Um, but, uh, you know, he is there instead, and he just flat out kills Deltaki. Shoots Deltaki in the head.
1: Yeah. And, and I was it. like, I was like, Dan, he's coming back. And Dan said, no,
0: went, oh. no, he's, he's gone. Yeah. Dr. Mew. Yeah, what are stakes in Dragon
1: Ball? <laughs> like, like, he said he's coming back, Dan. That you lied! You said that other that other henchman was coming back, and he didn't, but he didn't die. No,
0: no, no. The, yeah. No, last time, the point I made was that I wanted Legic to come back, and he oh, says you know he's him going by to. by name, do you? Yeah, and he mm, says that he's going to, but he famously never does. I I was pro-Legic returning, yeah. but they never... I Maybe when the production, <laughs> you know, idea shifted, they got rid of most of this, you know, uh, extra cast here. But mm. this does go to the show that, like, even as doctor mew was ranting about daltaki being like an adopted son to him they're all just cogs in this plan of yeah. his and it, it
1: was brutal i was like oh daltaki deserved a bit more i think death by dolls maybe
0: and, and by the end of the next arc i think it does come together all right. you know what he's he's up to okay um so they are uh yeah so
1: he's like i've done my job fucking doctor and then
0: and doctor mew was like I am interested in these Saiyans and like mm-hmm. uh, you know, like the Dragon Balls that they possess. So do your best to lure them to me, but preferably take them alive because I want to run experiments. And, yeah. and General Rildo agrees, and this mm-hmm. is the plan going forward. Um, so back at the ship, Goku is play fighting with one of the Sandipedes. He breaks its spine like into in a, a V V-shape. shape. <laughs> yeah, um, and Trunks
1: is like, can you not? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ!
1: You know, sometimes I relate to Trunks, and sometimes I relate to Plan. I never relate to Goku. Trunks which is, has, which is the Dan Ryan insert
0: character. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in head, only spine break. Trunks is, uh, is um, you know, uh, got that smoker's voice going on. Yeah, where's my pack, Goku? Um, did I did a good impression of Trunks? Though. You did. No, yeah, yeah. oh, that was good oh, acting. Bravo. <laughs> um, but. Out in the desert, Pan is, she's out of water. She is just, you know, getting dehydrated. (laughs) She's just so dry. (laughs) She's so dry. Um, And she's about to succumb to the heat when a sandipede, you know, attacks attacks her. Strikes. But luckily, uh, before she, you know, is is killed by the sandipede, Giru arrives and starts fighting the creature himself. Mm -hmm. And he holds his own. Giru can fight. Something's off here. Uh, that little robot. Yur can fight, he can sing, he can dance. I don't know about that, Dan. And, you know, Pan actually passes out yeah. just as Giru is kind of charging in for an attack. Mm-hmm. And her life flashes before her eyes. And she sees all of her, you know, family and stuff back on Earth. Um, but she is awoken by Giru splashing water in her uh, face.
1: W- water.
0: Water. It's <laughs> water. At this Lost Cause, at this point.
1: Someday we'll watch The Miracle Worker and you'll um, understand. <laughs>
0: But, uh, Giru has not, you know, in in the interim that Pan was unconscious, Giru took down the Sandipede, found the Dragon Ball, and found a spring. Uh, to, to like, you know. A spring? A spring of, of... My springs! A a freshwater spring that is, uh, we're gonna watch that someday too, but... Uh freshwater spring and you know pan is is changing her yeah, and goku's
1: immediately him. naked i didn't need to see baby Goku's scrotum but oh well god. you do a lot it's in the opening yeah, thank so. god
0: it's here i guess uh, but, you know, they're, they're having fun. Uh, Trunks is like, you know, Pan, you really proved yourself today. Uh, you, yeah. like. You y- did good, Pan. You'd even though good. Giru did everything. Yeah. Pan, you went in the direction. Yeah, if you didn't dehydrate
1: yourself, we wouldn't have come out in this
0: direction. Yeah, we Search wouldn't for have found corpse. the spring. Yeah. But he's like, you know, we're a team. We'll stick together as is and continue on our adventure. Yeah. Uh, and Giru is like, oh, I, I've made friends with Pan. She's not angry at me anymore. You know, mission accomplished. Uh and the group kind of like laughs and celebrates this small victory. Yeah. And then the narrators like is there something off about Giru? Dr. Mew is still out there. So I said, so something's coming together. Something's bubbling below the scene. And the next episode yeah. is called Giru's checkered past. I, so. I noticed that. <laughs> we we
1: So I'll be waiting I'll be waiting with my arms crossed about Giru. Something's coming.
0: I can't wait to be right. Uh, I shouldn't have
1: trusted that little fucking robot.
0: But Then, um, yeah, so, so the, the, this batch of episodes comes to a close. And, uh, yeah. I liked them.
1: Mm -hmm. I, I didn't enjoy the first four. I liked the last one. Okay. Okay. Um, I thought the first four were a little bit weighty. That Mm -hmm. could have been solved in two episodes. Mm-hmm. If we cut things, like, oh, make him the doll fetishist, and then revive the baby, and then solve the whole mystery.
0: Yeah, or just, like, the cardinal and lewd. Like, yeah. even if you removed Altaki from yeah. it, it could have been... Like, you could have had the cardinal and the whip be two separate yeah. goon characters, so they... That would that would have been... I hate to say workable. it, I think if
1: GT played more like Doctor Who with, like, an episode per area, mm-hmm. it would have played a little bit better in my mind. Yeah. But here they like linger a bit too long on certain things.
0: Yeah, and it only it only does the one episode per planet thing. Uh, you know, in some of the episodes that we skipped, but for the most part, once this once the you know Doctor Muark starts in earnest mm-hmm. right now, yeah. uh, you know it kinds it kind of goes back to being more of a continuous story. So
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: so that's that. We did that. We did that. Mm-hmm. I love GT. I, I can tell. I, I'm actually, in all honesty, I, I was going to, and, and there's like a 50-50 chance that mm-hmm. I might switch to a different anime yeah, next time like, I host an episode. I know it's
1: a 100% chance.
0: But, uh, I don't know, I I am excited to actually come back to GT when we do, uh-huh. because I think you'll enjoy the Planet M. Yeah, GT's so. going to be
1: like a, a, a cheese on a line for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, somehow. Yeah. But I, 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 I'm looking forward, because all of this is coming back to me now, and it's like... Yeah, Celine mm,
1: Dion coming back to me now. We, we got to yeah. get there,
0: so. Yeah. Yep. But, hey, happy to watch it, happy to showcase it, mm-hmm. happy to discuss, as always.
1: Well, we finished that episode. Is there anywhere that an audience can find us on social media, Dan?
0: Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, X, uh, and Threads, at as King underscore Danis, where I'm going to be posting some artwork. Uh, you can follow me, Jonathan Gorkowski, get Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drink and
1: Read JK on X, and I believe TikTok? Losing My Mind on TikTok? I always forget. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just just search me up, and you can follow my other two podcasts, being Nightcaps of the Theater and Drink and Read, the podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any preview
1: for next week? Oh, I've got a song for you, Dad. Uh oh. If I could change the world, I'd make it Halloween every single day, and also have world peace. That's right. We're diving into my last pizza pick again. It's Soul Eater, where Halloween is every day, striving for war, peace.
0: Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. I'm excited. I'm excited. That's right, Dan Ryan. Good.
1: Good. Mama provides. (laughs) Suckle at my teeth. I'm going to go up on that
0: balcony real quick. Just, yeah, build my Gundam model up there.
1: So we'll see you next week for Soul Eater part one.
0: Very good. Very, very good.
1: However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at AnimeWasNotAMistakePodcast or on Facebook at AnimeWasNotAMistakePod? We promise to go happy's on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to be continued, as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara.